Diane Thomas, and this is Opportunity Detroit. We have a great new show on Sunday morning here at WJR from 8 to 10 a.m. called JR Sunday with Mark Hollis. Mark is the chief operating officer of Rocket Mortgage, and he recently talked to Laura Graneman, vice president of the Rocket Community Fund and executive director of the Gilbert Family Foundation. What I see before you do anything is that you listen to people, you listen to communities, you listen to citizens that are really having conversations about um, what is important to them, to their lives, to their families, and then you develop, along with other partners, strategies to, to positively impact their lives. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I, I think um, it's it, we say a lot, it's easy to write a check, it's difficult to create systems change. Um, and one of the sort of tenets that we live by is the idea of falling in love with the problem, not the solution. In philanthropy, you get a lot of solutions presented to you. And it's really a question of fitting the right action with the true root of the problem. And that's why it's so important to really stay in touch with the people you're trying to serve. Yeah, there's so many times you can, you know, you step to a microphone and you make an announcement and then the people that in your mind and genuinely in your mind, you think you're, you're, you're working toward helping have a, have a, um, have an outcome of, Oh, that's not really going to help me. That's really not, not what I was looking for. That's why the work that you do that I'm so impressed by, um, is that you have an understanding and it's that understanding that comes, uh, again, just, just from listening so impactfully and then being able to choreograph what the right outcomes should be. Neighbor to Neighbor to Neighbor is one of the programs um, that you're expanding beyond Detroit that's really having and resonating across um, neighborhoods in urban areas, in particular across the United States. Yeah, um, Neighbor to Neighbor is exactly, it's so simple. It feels so simple. It's exactly this idea of just listening to people in strategic ways through trusted conversations. So the idea of Neighbor to Neighbor is we hire people from the neighborhood, and we talk to their neighbors uh, who are at risk of displacement for any reason. In Detroit, that displacement usually comes because of tax foreclosure or eviction. Those are the two primary causes. Um, and it's really, it's pretty incredible when you first start talking to people. Just some basic questions can truly help you illuminate that person's experience and some of the major gaps that exist uh, as a result of just usually poor communication or challenges with communication, right? So I'll give you a good example. Here in the city of Detroit, uh, we run around to about 60,000 households. We knocked on doors and we asked some basic questions. First question, what's your relationship to the property? Second question, do you know that you're living in a property that's behind on property taxes? Third question, do you uh, do you know that you might be able to uh, to, to be able to get some resources to support um, and we found that 89% of homeowners that we talked to could have been able to qualify for a tax exemption that they didn't know existed. 89%. That's pretty incredible. That, that's amazing. I mean, when you, when you take statistics and you look at, you know, what impact we've had, there's so many different narratives that we go through. I, when you go into a, a situation, you're always looking at what, what is a problem. You, you develop a plan, you execute the plan, and then you kind of circle back and you say, okay, what have we learned and what do we need to adjust or adapt? Neighbor to Neighbor has been in place in Detroit, um, Cleveland. You're expanding into Atlanta, I believe, Minneapolis. is Milwaukee. Is Milwaukee. Yep. Um, from Detroit, what are some of those things that, you know, when you get to that adjustment that you've heard, you've listened, and maybe had to, to tweak or change the program a little bit? 
Yeah, each city is different. And so, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, it's it's not so much from Detroit to Cleveland that we're taking those learnings. It's uh, what does Cleveland need, right? So, you know, if, if Cleveland or Atlanta, Atlanta is a great example. Atlanta doesn't have as much property tax foreclosure as Detroit does. But Atlanta has the Beltline. Um, and the Beltline has really changed the trajectory of the market in Atlanta. And so a lot of people who were previously living, um, you know, stably, homeownership or renter um, along the Beltline, they're now experiencing some challenges because they're seeing price increases or property tax increases. And so the the focus of our work in Atlanta is going to look a lot different than in Detroit. But the the idea is just as simple and it's really the same. The idea of asking some strategic questions to people through trusted conversations with their neighbors. It's just incredible work. And, and along with that, um, with Dan and Jennifer Gilbert, you made the announcement on the half a billion dollars here in Detroit. Captured um, a lot of media attention. It's a big number. Um, it's something I know that they do uh, from the heart and and wanting to make this just an incredible place to live, work, and play. For our listeners, where is that that half billion? How how do you forecast that that those dollars will be spent to really have a positive impact on Detroit residents? Yeah, great question. Um, so we're about two years into a 10-year, $500 million commitment uh, for the city of Detroit and for the people of the city of Detroit. And, you know, I, I think it all, it really does root itself still in some of the same themes that we were talking about around learning and listening from the people of the city of Detroit and understanding what are the priorities of the people that we're trying to serve and how can we uh, support economic opportunity in Detroit by listening, learning, and then acting on those priorities. Um, and so our main strategy is really to start with trying to ensure that folks have a stable home because we, Dan, Jennifer, our whole company knows that uh, the stable home is really the foundation for everything that we do in our lives. No matter who you are, you need a stable home. Um, and so our first step is to try to prevent any displacement. Again, in Detroit, that's usually through uh, tax foreclosure or eviction. Um, and then we're actually trying to stay connected to those same families because just preventing displacement, it's kind of like a double negative. You're, you're just, you're keeping people in their homes, but you're not dramatically changing the trajectory of their lives, right? So um, we keep people in their homes, then we stay connected to them and we really try to layer on multiple different investments into the same families in order to ensure that those families have true opportunity for economic mobility, to access arts and culture, to have safe public spaces in their neighborhoods. Um, and, and through that, we believe that we can have really a, a double down impact. Laura Granham, an executive director of the Rocket Community Fund and the Gilbert Family Foundation. There's so many things I want to talk to you about um, we need to give you like 20 segments, not just one. But one I want to touch base on is the Rocket Mortgage Classic and the impact it has in our community. Uh, Jay Farner, uh, as we went into COVID, made, you know, he pulled us together and he said, we are going to impact the outcome with this event. We're going to move forward. Um, you led the effort of, of identifying the digital divide here in Detroit. I believe it was 30% of Detroit residents roughly had access um, to Wi-Fi You've done incredible things over the past uh, few years coming out of COVID and really changing that for Detroit citizens. Yeah, um, you know, COVID really put a, a spotlight on the digital divide here in the city of Detroit, but it has existed 
for as long as the internet has existed, really. Um, and so using the Rocket Mortgage Classic, which also puts a spotlight on Detroit, was just a perfect um, opportunity to really, um, you know, double down on this 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 need that that Detroit residents had, and in this moment in time, that it was extra important that we really see uh, digital inclusion as a right and not a privilege. Um, and so I'm really pleased to say that we've been able, through the Rocket Mortgage Classic, to connect over 100,000 families to a subsidized Internet uh, program that's offered through the federal government uh, called the ACP, the Affordable Connectivity Program. Uh, we've also been able to distribute about 60,000 devices over the course of the last couple of years. Um, and probably most importantly, we've built a really strong infrastructure of partners who are now coming together on a regular basis uh, to be able to collectively work towards some of the same outcomes. Um, before the the pandemic, I think a lot of people were focused on digital inclusion kind of in their own worlds. Um, but it was really important that we truly tie those threads together so that everyone was working towards some of the same goals. You know, the work you do is is just very extensive. It's with Downtown Detroit Partnerships. Um, incredible work over the holidays of giving opportunities for new business to uh, to create through the markets that take place and the energy that comes downtown. Um, NF Gala uh, has been going on for many, many years. Obviously a passion of Dan and Jennifer Gilbert, but the work you do there um, is is quite remarkable. JR Sunday with Mark Hollis airs every Sunday from 8 to 10 a.m. I'm Ann Thomas. Thanks for listening to Opportunity Detroit and enjoy the rest of your weekend.